Welcome to Queen Talk, where we are our sister's keeper. Oh, y'all don't need me. I had to hit the record button because listen, this is where all the magic happens, like before we even get started. And so I, I had to hit that record button because um I Lord let me sip let me sip on my coffee. Johnny, really, Johnny? <laughs> He's so silly. Hey Weez. <laughs> Oh man, Johnny, you got to be on my show. I got to have you on my show, my friend. <laughs> okay. He said, "Oh, this this about to be fire." Hey, Weez. Hey, how y'all doing? Good. Oh, there it is. I was like, we were waiting for one more person, but here she comes. She didn't came into the room. Come on in. In the room. <laughs> Come on. In the room. All right. Hi, wonderful people. Are we um ready to begin this amazing conversation um this afternoon? I'm super excited. I'm I'm just like mm, I'm I'm ready to hear what Mr. What did you say? Good night. Mr. Goodnight. <laughs> okay, well, I think that's 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 where we're gonna hey listen. All right, y'all. I'm all ears. <laughs> yes, indeedy. All right, y'all. Listen, welcome, welcome, welcome to another podcast episode with the tribe called Shrink Quint Quint. Look, I didn't start as I can't even speak. Lord Jesus. <laughs> What the tribe called queens. I'm your queen, Georgette, aka the Preaker. And um, I'm just going to be quiet. I'm going to turn this one definitely over to Lawana because I feel like I'm about to be in trouble this afternoon. So I'm going to go ahead and mute my mic. And Lou, you you just take it away. Let everybody introduce them, whatever. Listen, you got it. I'm, I'm going to be quiet because I'm, I'm going on mute. Thank you. Hey y'all, this is Luana, aka Lou, uh, Tribe Cove Queens, one of the members. Um, this afternoon, this evening, we're gonna be talking about dating. All things date, wherever that may lead us, and we're gonna talk about it. Um, I have some single folks on here, um, as well as some married folks on here as well, um, who knows a little bit about dating and not dating. Um, so we just want to get the aspects because um I am about to enter into this new room, a new life of dating, and I need some information. So this is not just for you guys. This is also for me as well, getting back in uh, this world of dating. You know, what does that mean? How? What does it look like? What does it feel like? And what are the do's and the don'ts of dating as of today? So in saying that, if you guys can just um, come on in and tell who you are, uh, we can start from there. Go ahead, Vernon, a.k.a. Uh, good night, midnight, good night, yeah. Hi, everybody. My name is uh, Vernon, Mr. Goodnight Hemphill. Um, I am uh, the radio host um, of the... Uh, 
internet radio show, Love, Lesson, Confessions. Um, it's, uh, it's a show that deals with all things and dealing with relationships and uh, real life values that, uh, that actually go on. So I'm very pleased to be here. Go ahead, Weeze, AKA Float On. <laughs> My name is uh, Weeze, I'm a single. I've been divorced for six years now. And I'm just coming to give that kind of perspective of somebody who was married getting back in the game. Come on, Mr. Johnny, AKA Johnny. <laughs> Wait a minute, you must be on mute, sir. Cause you're on mute, Johnny. It, it said the host muted me. I thought the host was gonna unmute me. Um, not to well, throw anybody I'm under the bus. I, I, I muted you because there was feedback. And so when other people are talking, we, we trying to, you know, avoid the feedback, sir. Thank you. Okay. But then you could unmute me when it was my time to talk. You know. <laughs> Tell her, Johnny. <laughs> see, see, and that's 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 Come on, Johnny. Who are you, Johnny? Here my we name go. is Johnny Rosettos Jr. And I am an actor. <laughs> and I feel like I'm on here because y'all want me to snitch and tell y'all men's secrets about date. But that's cool because I'm going to keep it real regardless. Okay, well, hey, if, if that's how you feel, that, that, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I wanted, I wanted people, we wanted people on here that was going to be real, going to be honest, and be authentic. And I, and I think we have the three perfect people that's going to give us all of that. So in saying that, what does dating mean to you guys? What does dating mean to you? Go ahead, Weez. Ladies first. All right. So dating used to mean, and I'm going to say used to because dating has changed from prior to being married for 15 years to what it is now. Um, dating used to be the courting aspect of a man wanting to get to know you uh, through a series of outings and events to get to know to get to know your personality, what you like, what you don't like. But dating now is uh, doesn't involve all that courting, uh, as they used to say in those old days. It's just let's get to it, slide in your DMs, you know, and just go from there. Uh, you know, it's not the time of getting to know one another. It's like quick text conversations, if conversations, that's like a big deal um, to talk on the phone because some people just prefer texting and the DM thing. Uh, and so getting to know somebody via text or their Instagram profile or, you know, in that manner, is a, is a lot different. And meeting somebody in the street or whatever, or just meeting them outdoors, what have you, is people are a little even more socially awkward now due to COVID and don't know how to really approach a woman after this Me Too uh, movement. So uh, it's, it's different. Okay. Okay. I, I agree and disagree. Go ahead. Um, and I'm glad you brought up the word courting because for me, dating is different levels. So the whole thing you said about sliding in the DMs, um, that's just a new way to approach somebody to start dating. It shouldn't be used as a mechanism as dating. So you have, you know, the casual dating when you, you know, trying to meet somebody kind of like the temp the perm process. 
trying to get to know people. And then you got the serious dating where you're exclusively dating one person. And then you got the courting process where you're dating to lead to marriage. Okay. Mr. Mr. Vernon, Mr. Um... Good night. It's good, good night. night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get it. Good night. Oh, my goodness. And, you know, the sad part is, is that she actually listens to the show and, and, and still can't get it. It's Lawana. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot. After all these years, I've known. Whatever. I forgot. I forgot. I think that... Um, I think that when it comes to the dating scene, um, there are a couple of things there. First of all, um, and I'm going to go through the pros and the cons of, of, of what I see. First of all, we're living in a generation now where it's far removed from the generation that on how we dated, on what we considered dating was. Um, right now, you have a lot of people that you have people that are more so out there looking for. And, and, and yes, I'm going to. I'm gonna, like I say on my show, I, I, you know, I put it out there. I'm gonna put the ladies out there, and I'm gonna put the fellas out out there too. But right now, we are gonna start with the ladies, okay? Um, so you have a lot out there that no one's looking for love; they're looking for help, okay? You have a lot of people out there now that are looking for help, um, so they don't really know what the aspect of dating is. They're looking to actually get help from whatever prize situation it might be. And one of the things that I always have to ask is, is that when I start dating someone and we've only known each other for maybe two weeks and now all of a sudden you're telling me about a bill or whatever, how was that bill going to get paid before you met me? Okay. Your cell phone is about to get cut. You've been on your cell phone for years. Okay. How did that bill get paid before you met me? Sort of speaking. Okay. You haven't even given us the chance of me getting comfortable with getting to know you to a certain aspect. Now, I'm going to talk about a part here now that's kind of, ladies, please, I'm not trying to be vulgar, but I'm just, I'm, I'm keeping it 100. You have women then that will say, when you say that you can't or you're not going to help them with this, whatever, and if y'all have already been intimate with each other, you know, gotten it in, um, you'll get women that will then try to put on the, the, well, you know, what are we doing? You know, you can do this, you know, you can have sex with me, but you can't help pay for this and pay for that and whatnot. But then it's like, they don't seem to understand that what they're doing is to me, I see that as, well, all you're really doing is just selling you, you selling your coochie. Okay. So, you know, basically that's what it is. So, so if you telling me that I can't get it, unless I do this, then, you know, we can forget all of the, you know, the middleman of the courting and going out to dinner and everything. Now you tell me how much I owe you for it. You give it to me. Then you, you get up and you go home type of thing. That's saying that I would do that. I'm just saying that's that, that, that would be the logical way. So you have people now that they don't understand the process of dating on the women aspect like that. But then you have the fellas too, who don't understand the process of dating of that, a woman, sometimes they say that, you know, if 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 a lady wants to be treated like a lady, I'm trying to make sure I have the saying right. If a lady wants to be treated like a lady, you have to give the man a reason to treat you that way, okay, um, to treat you like a lady. Um, but then it's kind of turned around the opposite, the, the opposite way too for the fellas is, is that sometimes as the man, 
we have to take ownership. We have to take that leadership, okay? Because as men, that is what we are born and bred to do. We are bred and born to lead. That is what we were put on this earth for, okay? Um, problem is with most of us men out here, yeah, like I said, I'll put the men out there, is that we don't know how to lead, okay? We let our own selves get in, in, in the way. Men have a very big ego. We have pride. We have all that. And that's what stops us from getting to that part. But we'll get into that part later, hopefully, of the show. But what I'm saying is, is that then the men need to show the woman how the dating scene is supposed to be. Okay. Just because a woman is offering to give you the cookies don't mean you got to take a bite. You can sit there and say, whoa, let's, let's slow this down a little bit. I'm, I'm trying to get to know you to know you, you know? And to me, that's where the dating part falls apart because there's no the one big word that I say on my show all the time and no matter what we talk about in here is communication. A conversation has got to be had, okay? It's really got to be had, whether it's on a financial level, uh, uh, a level of, you know, what are we actually going to be doing here? Are we just dating to have fun? Are we just doing this so we can end up in the bed together? Are we doing this so that we can end up in marriage? Whatever the case may be, that communication has to be had. And I think that when it comes to dating, that I think that that's the first key that you have is that you have a link of communication with each other, of being able to have those conversations before you start calling it dating. Okay. You I'll pause scared. right there for a sec. You would scare me. <laughs> Why I scare you? Because if I would meet you and the first thing you talk about, so what are we going to be doing? How is your finances? Uh, are we do are we dating to 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 be in marriage or are we just dating to be in the bed? Like Why is that scary? Um, because I just met you and I'm just trying to get to know you. So in the beginning, it wouldn't be anything but basically communication and conversation. I guess, I, I guess you're saying that you will want to know, okay, as me being a woman, you being a man, what is this going to be? What are you looking for? Is that what exactly. you're okay. Exactly. That's what I'm okay. saying. Because I mean, okay. I mean, what it all boils down to is, is that. The only way we're going to find out if we're compatible is if we have these hard conversations and people don't want to say these things because like what guys, guys will look at it as, man, she finds on the way. I got to hit that. So they will keep their mouths shut just so that they can get the sample that what it is. OK, but like I tell people all the time is that everything else could be could be in place and the sex could be whacked and it'll mess everything up. Or the sex can be fantastic, but everything else is not going to be in place to make it a serious connection. So you have that conversation. You know, you don't look for, you know, the perfect this or, or the perfect that. You got to have that conversation. Like I tell people all the time, don't try to find a perfect person. You find somebody just as fucked up as you are. And then you go ahead and boom, there you go. Y'all are a perfect match. Okay. That's what all I right, we, You want it because I see your face, Weez. You want you to come back? Uh, and he said, anybody else want to chime in? Right. Somebody just as fucked up as you. How about um somebody? So are you saying like level? You find somebody on your same level? Because Correct. When I say messed up, I don't mean just because you have a 450 credit score. They need to have a 450 credit score. I'm talking somebody that has the same, <laughs> has the same mentality. That has the same mentality that you have, that is looking for the same thing that you're looking for. Okay. You don't want to be someone that, you know, believes in God and, you know, you go to church and, and 
and you pray and you know you Which try is, to get with somebody who's right, an atheist. Try to value. So that I think that's the point too of dating is to learn each other value systems. Correct. If they align with one another. And um, you know, everybody is of course you you're different. And so that's why that time period I think has I mean it needs to be there, but we live in a instant world, we live in a microwave world where that time isn't even given there to see if your values align with mine. It's like the superficial values, you know, like you said, do you uh, believe in God or, but no, like how well do you value, you know, credit, you know, <laughs> you know, right. conversations, how, how do you, you know, value, you know, your family situations, not just your mom and your, your siblings or your dad or what have you, but your extended family values, you know, how are you with, um, your love language, you know, that that kind of value. How do you value what I guess what you bring as a person to the next person? Because sometimes it may start out, like you said, it's, it's superficial. It's all about, like you said, maybe looks or, oh, he he's, he's, does real good or he has a good job or he's, um, you know, he was he was kind. Like he's cool. He's cool. That's a good word. He's cool. But then you go you got to dig behind the layers of see. You know, that cool is just a facade for, you know, the public figure. And then who's the person on the inside? Like I tell people all the time, you, you make a very good point that when you, you know, when you meet somebody, you're meeting a representative. Definitely. You haven't really met them. OK. And one of the things that the, what I try to do before I can actually tell somebody, OK, we're dating, especially if I want to say we're dating exclusively is you have to see somebody in all four seasons. You got to see them in all four of their seasons or you're going to have a problem. Um, especially if you are somebody like me, wait, no, no, now I'm not gonna say that like me. We're not talking about good night tonight. Um, but if you are somebody that I, 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 I fix that face. Um, if you, if, if you are somebody who wears your heart on your sleeve, you're somebody that's a very kind and giving person. You can be taken advantage of really, really quickly in this dating scene. Okay. So you have to try to learn that you have to learn that balance. You have to learn of how to be something that you're not with still being who you are. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I, um, yeah, it does, but it doesn't to me. Cause my thing is then that's what you just said. So you're still bringing the representative to the table. Um, that's part of life. I mean, we're going to be taken advantage of whether we're nice or not. I mean, and so, for me, I mean, I don't know. I haven't dated in a long time. Okay. Girl, you was at the club uh, last weekend. I don't even hear. No. <laughs> uh, no. Um, so, I mean, when you just said that last statement, I want someone to show up as themselves all the time, no matter what. And, Correct. And so, for me, I don't agree with that last statement. Like, I mean, because <clears throat> yes, you're going to get hurt. Love hurts. Period. I don't care if you're married, single, dating, whatever the case may be. And so, you know, I, I, I just I think that people should show up as their true, authentic self, no matter what. And yeah, but that's the whole point, though. You said love hurts. Love isn't supposed to hurt. Okay. It it is it, not, but it does. No, no, no. It's just what it just is. It 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 is what it. You know, that's just like. And it know, hurts. It hurts. Try, it is you know, what it is, but it hurts. I don't know if if, if y'all had younger kids, but you know, when this pandemic happened, you know, I had to like really get involved with my son's school. 
And so while I'm in there trying to learn different things, they're like, you know, boom, boom, boom. And I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. And I show them how to do it. And they're like, no, it's wrong. And I'm like, how is it wrong? And they're like, well, you have to do. But and I'm like, math is math. One plus one is two. I don't care what the hell you do to it. It's two. Okay, so the answer should be right. And they're like, no, you have to do this. So I say that to say that when it comes to when it comes to love, love is love. Love is not supposed to hurt. Okay, it's not supposed to. And I think that if people getting into the dating scene now have these hard conversations in the beginning, okay, you can avoid that hurt. Okay, you have to be willing to say, I mean, like I say, so many people, they see the the superficial. Oh, my God, this person is beautiful. This person is this. This person is that. This person is that. I really want to, you know, be with this person. But you know what your deal breakers are. So you need to be able to ask those questions before you even get involved with it. And if you ask those questions up front at first, then there'll be no hurt. I agree with that. I, I'm not disagreeing with that. Love doesn't all. hurt people hurt you. Right. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is everlasting. Love is the ending of all. People hurt you. Circumstances hurt you. And it might not even be the circumstances that you want that's hurting you. The people might even be, might not even be intending to hurt you, but the circumstances where they grew up or their surroundings or their knowledge of anything and their shortcomings might hurt you. And and yours, your expectations of what you want hurt, um, but love doesn't hurt. Um, I haven't been in the dating scene for quite any. Well, no, I'm gonna say I date my husband every chance I get a chance. Every time I get a chance, um, because I'm gonna date that Negro. <laughs> if, we, if we gonna be together, we gonna be together. So um, my dog is over here acting up. I'll meet in a minute, but um, I want to know what are. What are some of the worst things about being out in the dating scene? Well, like he said earlier, people that do show you their representative and aren't being transparent. And that's how love wind up hurting. You don't get hurt by love. You get hurt by the individual who's not really showing you true love. They're showing you what they think that you want in order to get what they want so that's the pro and and the problem that i i see a lot with with these younger people is a lot of them are being uh, a representative not just in the dating scene but in their own lives social media has taken over the i want to say the 35 and under so much that they don't even know who to be them you know to be themselves because they want to follow what's trending, what's going on, what's viral. And and that's that's one of the problems. Uh when you when you're dating, and like George just said, I'm a person, when you meet me, it's me. Whether it's a friendship, uh relationship, whatever, you're gonna get who I am, you don't like it, not my problem. Cause guess what? Somebody gonna like it. And I learned that at, at an early age, I ain't one of them light-skinned dudes that thought everybody liked him because he was light-skinned. I had, you know, a whole bunch of friends that looked all kind of... No, nah, we being real, right? Come on. A lot of light-skinned dudes, light dudes think that they the gods give to women because they was born with less pigmentation and thinner hair. So what? Um, but I knew when I was younger, I had friends that were dark-skinned, friends that was heavier, 
And girls would approach them like around the time Gerald Levert was real popular. My heavy set friend would be like, Move, you too skinny. I want this teddy bear right here. You 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 need some meat on your bones. And guess what? That didn't bother me. Because every girl that, you know, those like Levert, cool. Cause guess what? I might have had a female that liked me, and then she might have had a friend that liked the teddy bear. So I'm like, hey, what kind of so I use that information to help my friends out. So yeah, I, I knew early on that and I'm and I'm cool with that. When people realize that there is a lane for everybody and you can be yourself, then this world will, will, will come around and realize that, hey, I can be myself. You might be a, a Star Wars fan and into cosplay and all that, and you might think that there ain't no other black women or black men that like that, but there's a lane for that. So you people have to learn to be themselves and you're going to attract what you put out. So if you're attracting something that ain't you, you're going to get something that you really don't want. Mm -hmm. Amen. Well, I got to chime in on it because that made me think about something that Mr. Goodnight said and I wrote it down when he first, when you asked him the question about dating and he started talking about, and I understand everything you said as a whole, but Johnny just triggered something to my memory. When you said about the young ladies who <clears throat> after you get the cookies, they want you to pay the bills. Well, that's because that's the type of chick you attracting because all women aren't like that. And so my thing is whatever, like Johnny said, whatever energy you're getting out, that's what you're going to get back. What, so what he said, what he said is true, but it is twofold. And that's a lot of that 35 and under generation too. The, the women are putting out this energy. If you can't do nothing for me financially, then you can't be with me. But you got a lot of these young dudes. They're not showing you their personality. They showing you, I got this. I got that financially. So what you think you're going to attract? If that's what you're putting out in, in the world, I got this bread. I got this, you know, I got this car. I got this house. I got these type of clothes or whatever. But what about you? So you can't complain about them coming at you for finances if you're putting out all the stuff that you might not even have you exactly. might be exactly yeah. Cause, i mean because you know you got some people out there that i'm like wow you know what um you know i've had females call into the show and they have written into the show and you know they were like just really really hurt because you know this guy you know he lied to them and i'm Digging in, you know, trying to figure out what it is. And they're like, oh, well, you know, he has this really nice truck he's paying for and all this. And kind of find out he's still living at home in his mama's basement. And I'm like, you looking at the superficial. Did you ask the questions? You know, did you ask these things? Or, you know? or they got a five-bedroom house with 15 roommates. Yeah, with 15 roommates all at one time. Now, my biggest problem is, is that I have when you, you know, when you mentioned about you know, that, that 35 and younger crowd is, is that, you know, my problem that I have is that I don't look my age. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm 56. And so, it, you know, I get a lot of young females that are attracted to me and then, and then I'm like, you know, so now I have to ask them, you know, what's your age? So I'll know what to expect from that mentality. And one thing I'll say about uh, the dating pool now as a 50 year old woman, uh, that the evolution, sometimes your evolution and the man's evolution doesn't link up where you think somebody like yourself is 56 years old and that they should have it together. And um, that may not 
be the case. And I, I found that also because I'm, I'm finding that men aren't really in tune with who they are at this age. Exactly. Who they are at this age and then the ability to grow is, is kind of like their um, arrested development, like you're stuck kind of somewhere and, uh, you know, stuck in a time period. You know, when you were 35 or something, you thought you had it together as a pro as opposed to continually grow, like pour into yourself to get to where you want to go. Um, and, and that's important. That's important to me because we, we're not the same people. Um, we were having a discussion over the weekend, like people are getting divorced now. Sorry, Lou. Um, but a lot of people are getting divorced now. But the what people aren't taking the time out to do is figure out who they are now at this age as a divorced person. Because you're not the same when you were married, you know, when you got married. And you, and you know what? You know, I have to agree with you on that. And 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 you know what? I know that this is going to go out to everybody. So I want to speak to the audience now, not just our conversation amongst ourselves. And Johnny, I'm going to kind of put you out there. So um, Johnny, I don't want to put you in the middle of any of this. So 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 you'll be on my side, okay? Um, so the uh, <laughs> so. For the fellas, I want to tell y'all that I can probably, and Johnny, if I'm wrong, please just tell me I'm wrong. I can tell that he and I are a lot of like, we know who we are. Okay. We, 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 we have been through things in life where we've taken the time out to heal from our wounds, discover who we are, spend time with ourselves, get our goals and priorities set and say that, okay, this is the direction that I want to go in. And I say that to say to the fellas, you have to come to that realization. If you ever expect to find your queen, if you ever expect to be a true leader, I will say this once again, I told you, I put out the men, I put out the women for the good, the bad, and the ugly. And I'm sorry to say the ugly, I'm not talking about my ex-wife. Did I say that out loud? Oops. So anyway, um, I'm just saying that, fellas, listen very, very closely to good night. I'm telling you, I try to give sound advice, okay? A woman... A real woman, not no little girl, not nobody looking to just get her kicks off, whatever, but a real woman like the ones that are on this panel right now, they will be submissive. And when I say submissive, fellas, I don't mean go fetch my food. Yeah, I don't yeah. mean that. When I say submissive, okay, fellas, listen to me. When a real woman is submissive to you, that means that she will allow you to lead she will follow you if you have clear direction. If you have what it takes to get y'all to the arch of where y'all said y'all want to go, she will follow. Now, what the difference is, fellas, that I need you to understand is the difference between a real woman, like the ones that's on this panel, give y'all y'all kudos, the ones that are on this panel and the girls that are out there today is, is that a real woman will allow you to lead, but if you make a mistake because you are human, okay, she will be a real woman and not up and want to leave or want to badmouth you or demasculate you or anything like that, okay? She'll be a real woman to help you pick up the pieces because I don't care what any man out there saying, Johnny, you better back me up on this one. I don't care what any man out there says whatsoever, okay? You ain't got can't if you ain't got a good woman standing behind you plain and simple 
You can have all the money. You can have a career. You can have all that. But I guarantee you there's a piece of your life missing. And that's having a good, strong woman behind you. I don't say what I had to say. Y'all try to feel. I'm here all week. Yeah, yeah. I got to chime in here because you saying all that, right? Why are you single? Why am I single? Yes. Uh yeah, yeah, come on with it. Uh good night. When when does this thing go live? When is this don't worry about that? Just answer the question. Okay. So uh September 20th, I will be getting on a plane. My birthday is September 22nd. On September 21st, I will be walking down the aisle saying I do. Um That's my Vegas. birthday. In Vegas. Okay. Oh, my birthday is September 22nd. Okay, so wait a minute, back up, because I just had you on my show a couple of months ago, and you put yourself out there looking for a woman on my. Oh my God, the connection is so bad in here. I can't. No, 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 no. We're not doing that. So (laughs) what changed from what changed from about okay a year? I'll say a year ago, a couple of months ago to now. What changed? Um, I met a friend uh, back in 2011 when I was working for another company and I was doing a lot of traveling and I went to Vegas and I met this young lady and um, I gave her my number. We didn't talk for a couple of days. She called me on the last day that I was supposed to leave Vegas and we just talked. And so for the past 11 years, we've been talking back and forth off and on here and there. And then I've had a girlfriend here and then she's had a boyfriend there. And then it's just been things that's been going back and forth. Um, and then of course, you know, Luana out of the last breakup that I just had that I thought that I was marrying this one, come to find out that, you know, narcissists will surprise you (laughs) big time. Um, but, um, she and I, we just, we continue to to keep our friendship, you know? Um, and, um, this last go around a few months ago, we, uh, we just talked about it. We said, no matter what has been happening, we always find our way back to each other. You know, and we were like, you know what? We were just going to pray on it. And we did. We prayed on it. And um, it was just revealed to us that, you know what? Why are we playing this game? We keep coming back to each other. We're always there for each other. We know each other. We know everything about each other. Um, Let's just stop playing it. And so um, I said, okay, so let's do it. So we set a date for uh, 2024 and for September of 2024. But we also are. but man, why am I sharing this with y'all? We also, we also both want to be intimate with each other. We've never been intimate ever. And so we are like, you know, we both had that desire and we were just like, you know what, but we don't want to do it until we wed. And so we said, you know what, let's do this. Let's still plan our wedding for September, 2024. Let's get married. Um, and then we're going to surprise everybody at the wedding and say, this is actually an anniversary <laughs> celebration. And so, you're and so that's telling anybody about the show because this is all revealed now. <laughs> I know, right? I'm like, I'm gonna have to wait. We can't drop the podcast episode. No, actually, you can't. Um, you know what? I mean, because I know that it's going to be dropped on my Facebook page on the uh, on the Love Lesson Confessions face uh, Facebook page. Um, I have quite a few followers there. Um, it's gonna upset some people from my followers in in South Africa. Um, I have a lot of South African followers that contact me and everything and all. So um yeah, there I've had females message me and like, oh Mr. Goodnight, you're such a wonderful guy. I I can't wait. You should come to South Africa and uh, so. so I want okay, so I want to get to Weeze. I want to get to Weeze since you know sure. do you think 
do you think as women, do you think we settle for hooking up instead of actually letting men date us? Do you think women are settling? Congratulations, first of all. It's good to, uh, black love is real. Uh, and it's an old love, you know, like it's, it's something a long time in the making, so congratulations. As far as settling, um, Luana, I think people do, especially if you haven't been in a, a relationship, a committed relationship, and you, the age starts to get on you, you know, you then uh, settle, you know, because some people just feel the need to have that companionship or like, you know, Mr. Goodnight was saying, you know, you feel as though your success if you don't have that missing piece of your life. Some people feel it. it is a missing piece. I don't. I don't. Um, I mean, I, when I was married, of course, I loved my husband, but uh, we just wasn't growing at the same pace or the evolution just never was there together. So we just basically kind of grew apart. I mean, and we're still cool to this day um, because, I, you know, friends are your friends, your friends are your friends and your, your mate mm -hmm. should be your friend. Um, and they have that understanding. But I think a lot of women, more so than men, because a woman would settle for a relationship with a married man or somebody in another relationship just to have a, I want to say a piece of a man. Just uh, to say they got a man. Just to say they, you know, have some, yeah, they got a, a got a man. Uh, so I think a lot of women do settle. I mean, it doesn't, I mean, a, of course, you're never going to be satisfied if you're just getting a piece of a man or you're not getting what you want. But in their mind, they're fooling, you know, tricking themselves, being delusional about it just so that it, it looks good. It's the, it's the optics, too. You know, yeah, of course. But, yeah. Yeah. But Wheezy, why? I mean, I want you to hit the real nail on the head of, you know, something that a lot of people don't talk about is it's a cycle. A lot of these young ladies out here are settling for and doing what they see, what mom has done, what grandma has well, done, grandma. what the aunt has done. So a lot of women will settle for a man beating on them, cheating on them, taking all their money, just using them for sex. Right. Because this is what they see. And that's a cycle. At some point, we have got to stop. And that's why I put it back on Johnny and I. That's right, Johnny. We ain't forgot about you. Um, <laughs> I put it back on Johnny and I that as men, we have to help break that cycle. You know, we have to be able to step our game up and be able to say, no, nah, I'm not going to allow you to let me do this to you. So you got that look on, wait, wait, why Johnny got that look on it? What you got to say, Johnny? Johnny, Johnny. 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 No, no, I was, I was just thinking about how not only did what he say is true as far as breaking the cycle you know of, of now but we as men have to show the young men that it's okay to love one woman to be with one woman we have to break that cycle as well that's why i really liked what he said and was being transparent about his whole situation and showing that yes you can get married and still not be intimate until your wedding day because that's not looked at as something that's cool among men but the fact that a man said that and broke down half the hows and the whys so that's that's what the look on my face was we have to break these cycles of you know uh of just men just thinking that running through women is cool 
because it's really not. You're opening yourself up to a lot of headache, drama, unnecessary other things, you, and, you're, and you're putting your life in danger. Let's just be honest. Mm-hmm. You jumping from bed to bed, woman to woman, you know, you put no your health at risk. Can I say it, Johnny? I'm not going to put you out there. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Georgette. You, it's been itching her to say this. Go ahead, Georgette. I ain't going to say it. I okay. hate you, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> Why she hate you, Johnny? No, I don't spill it. I spilled my beans. You spilled yours. Okay. We'll, we'll get back to why she said that. That was a, a yeah. funny story. But what, it was something you said earlier about learning yourself. And I learned, I, I had to ask myself, okay, why was I ending relationships with these? I, I had a strong relationship with very, very good women. You know, they, the Flaws were minimal, you know, human stuff that you could look over. And I had to ask myself, you know, like, why am I leaving these relationships? These it's really they're some good women. And in my mind, I was like, oh, I'm leaving these relationships because I'm the type of dude I don't put up with no foolishness. As soon as you know some foolishness, I'm done. What I didn't realize, I had an issue. I had an abandonment issue. So the first sign of something going awry, I didn't know subconsciously it was like, I'm going to leave you before you leave me because my parents left me. Mm. And so sometimes relationships aren't working because you don't know what you're dealing with because you didn't even know. I didn't even know abandonment issue was a thing. I heard it in a sermon. And then I looked it up and I was like, that's what I was doing. So sometimes it's not even about some of the things we talked about earlier. Sometimes you have what they call childhood trauma or something mm-hmm. that happened that subconsciously you're dealing with and you didn't know, so you didn't address it. And now, like I said with me, I was putting my abandonment issues on these women. And as soon as there was a crack in their arm and I'm thinking it's not going to go that way, now nah, I'm leaving first because my parents left me. You know what? I'm so glad that you said that, Johnny, and I'm so glad that you and I are on the same page with some of this stuff, because if not, that would have been a crack in the armor with us, and I'd have left your ass, too. No, I'm just, I'm just joking, Johnny. I ain't going to leave you, man. You're my boy. You're my boy, Johnny. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. Mr. Goodnight, I always try to make light of something. I, I, I I'm with that. I'm with that. I do have a friend here um, that's single, too, and, uh, you know, with some perspective, but the one thing that you were saying about the emotional, that affects everybody. And if that's part of your value system that you have to expose and be vulnerable with somebody. So that you, because you hearing it in a sermon, a woman could help you or you help those understand through talking, through counseling, through all the stuff so you can heal. Cause it's a good night. You got to heal, right? How I'm you- sorry, say that again. You said you yeah. got to heal. Because your mic is going in and out. Oh, I'm sorry. So you have to heal. Mm-hmm. And if you're not in that understanding that you need to heal, then you're going to continually keep this cycle going. Correct. 
and that's and what's that's happening. Happened. People aren't dealing with their traumas. And that's, and that's exactly that's exactly what I was saying. Is the fact that I not only did I not deal with it, I didn't even know that I had it. I didn't even know that was something that existed. And some people, so when you're in a situation, that's why I had to to reflect on what this problem was. And you got to be honest with yourself. If you keep dating people and they're good people, they're decent people, and you're like, all right. It's got to be something wrong with me. But my first initial reaction was, no, it's nothing wrong with me. I just don't tolerate a lot of foolishness. And that looks, that still looks normal. People were like, okay, I can get that. But then when it was brought to my attention that abandonment issue was a thing, and then I started hearing what the signs were and what the issues was, then I was able to, to put that onus on myself and be like, that's what it is. But sometimes it's just unfortunate circumstances because it looks so normal on the surface level that you don't because I, I didn't I'm gonna tell you why I didn't feel like I had abandonment issues when I was hurt until they started talking more about it. Because I didn't feel like I was missing anything. I didn't have my father around that much. My mother was around more so, but my grandparents made me feel like I wasn't missing anything. So I didn't feel like I had what they considered an abandonment issue at first. But then once I realized you needed that nurture from your actual mother and that those other aspects of leadership and things from your actual father, then I started to realize. And the fact that it's different when you are left by one of your parents and it's even worse when you're left by both. That affects you. And you might not realize that. So once I dug deeper into it, then I was able, like I said, to put the onus on myself and check myself and be like, okay, that's the issue you have. You need to work on that because you might not get another good woman because there ain't that many out here. And you've been very fortunate to come across quite a few. It's not that many out here. Wait a minute. Wait, I, uh, wait, 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 wait. It's a lot out here, I believe. And there's a lot of good men out here. But it's a lot of them are taken. <laughs> Johnny, jo Johnny, let me ask you this because Georgette about to she about to dig into you, man. I can tell you that now. Uh, let me ask you a question. Once you what once you came to that realization, and once you you know you've got your you know yourself together, did you ever go back to those women that you um, actually left and explain this to them of like you know. I made a mistake, you know, uh, you know, not, not saying that you tried to get back with them. And if you did, but um, I, did, just I, I didn't go back and try to get back with any of them, but I did talk to that. And that was the thing with, with them being good women. We broke up, but we still remain cool. So I could go back and talk to them and the ones that fell in that category, because not all of them fell in that category, but the ones that did, you know, I could tell, I said, look, you know, and with some of them, I could pinpoint the exact moment where I was, for lack of a better term, being petty and use that to get out of a relationship. And and to one specifically, I apologized to her, you know, for that. And she appreciated that. I have a question, too, because that brings up and I think that that is what this whole thing, it comes down and boils down to. 
um, because of course we all have family trauma. We all have things that we deal with. And so I think, <clears throat> or the question I guess is, you know, how do you deal with those unrealistic expectations? Because that's what it is. You have two people who are coming together to now be one. You have your issues. I have my issues. And then we come together. And I do totally agree with what you said, Mr. Goodnight. I, I mean, I know Luana said that that would scare her in the beginning, but I think that that is exactly what needs to happen for me as a, I mean, and I've been married for 22 years. Um, and yes, I, I still date my husband too. And I put the whole love thing in there just to get a rise out of everyone. And I thank you, Erica, for what you said, because that was right on point. But the thing is, I think that in relationships, what happens is, is that we come with these unrealistic expectations on what we expect our partner to be, our significant other to be. And as Mr. Good and I say, when you don't have those conversations in the beginning, you've already said I do. And now you're trying to ask those questions and it's too late. And so it comes to the point where either you're going to ride this thing out and die this thing out together and figure it out. Or are you just going to go your separate ways? And so I think that that's where it all starts. And we should have those hard conversations. Why not? If I, And if that is your point that you know that this is the person that God says that you are to marry, because I think that's the other thing, like, you know, to pray about who you are supposed to be with. And why not have that hard conversation? Because I'm at the point now, you know, it was a lot of ups and downs and twists and turn in this thing called marriage because that's what it is. And so why not have these hard conversations in the beginning? Why not? If I plan on dating this person, first, you know, why, all, why can't we have those hard conversations? First of all, I'm going to disagree with both of y'all in this part. It's not a hard conversation to have. We got, we got to get that out of our mindset. It's not a hard or difficult conversation. What you have to do is you have to find a way to get people to open up and have these conversations naturally. Because if you let somebody talk, you unless, you know, a person can give you their representative for a while, but you let them talk long enough, they're going to tell you their true selves. So you have conversations like, you know, what, well, you know, what were your parents like? What was their relationship like? And if you let them talk about that, and then as they're talking, you ask certain questions, they'll tell you how their parents' relationship affected them, negative and positive, whether they wanted to emulate that relationship or whether they didn't want to emulate that relationship, whether they was like, you know, they might have had some parents who were in the house but weren't together, slept in separate rooms and separate beds. And they might be like, oh, yeah, you know, I, I can see why my parents did that. That's I, I can do that, too. Or they might be like, nah, that's not what I want. You know, I don't, you know, I saw that, it, you know, I respect my parents, but that's not really what I wanted. So it's not really a difficult conversation. These conversations are difficult to have. You just have to put yourself in the right setting and ask the right questions and put the right subject matter in front of that person for them to reveal the answers that you want. And then you get to know that person because if you tell that person, I'm looking for this, I'm looking for this, I'm looking for that, you're making it easy for them to give you more of a representative than who you really want. Well, I mean, that that's, that's, that's not that necessarily true. Number one, 
it, it, it's called a hard conversation. That's just the title. It, it, you're right. It's not a hard conversation to have. OK, uh, you just got to pose the question. Um, some, sometimes it doesn't need to be finessed. It's just a question. The question is the question. OK, it doesn't have to be. So what were things like? No. Did you have a good relationship with your parents? Yes or no. And then and then it's why for me, it's a, I don't sugarcoat. OK, I'm straight to the point. OK, I'm going to tell you how it is. I'm going to let you know, because I don't want there to be any surprises between us. I don't want there to be any, any, you know, any mistake or anything like that. So I'm just straight to the point. So it's not that it's a, a really a hard conversation to have, but it's, it doesn't need to be sugarcoated either. This is what I need to know. OK, I don't want to know. I'm not saying sugarcoated at all. What I'm okay. saying is, is when you get them, when you get a person comfortable to talk about it, they reveal themselves naturally and it's more organic as opposed to coming down at them. Who is your relationship like with your parents and you feel like they're in the interview? Now they, interview. you know. The questions that I ask when we're going to start dating, okay? Mm -hmm. right? And I'm going to start jotting down stuff, okay? Yeah. It's, it's just it because, because nowadays, it's not, like I say, it's not like it was when we were younger. Okay? Not even close. Nowhere near it. So it's like today you have to, you know, things have to be a little bit different. So I have to have, I need to know these things because I know what direction I have in my life. And I'm quite sure we all on here can shake our head and nod. Time is not a luxury anymore. Okay. It is already August 1st. And I feel like we didn't even get a spring. We went from winter to summer and summer is just about over. Okay. And once my birthday hit, it's Christmas time. I'm seeing Christmas stuff up the day after my birthday. So I don't have time to go through that. This is what I'm looking for. This is what I'm trying to be about. And I think that if people look more at it that way in the dating scene, okay, um, they could get through a lot of the minutia. And I think a lot more relationships will last a little bit longer. If people just have those conversations, just be upfront, just ask the question. What are you I, no, looking I'm, for? I totally agree with you, but what I'm saying is everything doesn't work for everybody. You having a list, some people that's going to work perfectly for. Some people want to talk in a more relaxed setting over dinner and get into the meat and the potatoes and really, you know, get into well, this is what my parents did and this is how to and give you stories and details and stuff. So I'm not saying you're wrong at all, brother. I'm with you 100%. Because the conversation does have to be had, but there's also different ways to have the conversation. But I have a question because I'm like you, Mr. Goodnight. I'm fourth. I'm honest. And I'm going to tell you what I want and what I don't want, what I like and what I don't like. But what happens is there's so many men out here that lie. Why do y'all lie? I'm little, I mean, the littlest thing. They lie. Why? I'm a firm believer. The truth will come out. I think that now. I know. Well, no, no. I know it'll come out. The why the men lie. Is, but the answer is, is if a if a woman's being up front with you, right? Why can't you? And you're a single guy. And and, and also, I want to get into defining what single means. I think. People is in the way about what single actually means. But if you're a single man 
right? You're dealing with a single woman. Why did why do they have to be locked? Why do you have to lie? I don't think, I mean, just like why would she have to lie to you? Some with, women with some people with some but people, a lot of men they lie. I I had a buddy of mine, he's married now, but when he was single, he told me, he said, Yeah, I lie to all of them. <laughs> and yeah, I was like, why? He was like, that's just, hey. And he couldn't even give me. So, unfortunately, for some people, they can't even give you a legitimate reason why they lie. Because some people are just pathological liars anyway. But, like I was saying earlier, you 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 being forthright and like, I want this, I want this, I want that. Sometimes you're giving that person the ammunition to give you just a representative as to just posing the question you know how was you know what what was your tell me what your parents was like and you let them talk and then the truth is going to come out so like i said it's no 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 being honest and being forthcoming is letting that person know okay oh yeah i expect and every if you cannot meet that expectation get off the block right so let me tell you this i I tell people real quick I tell people all the time when they said I was younger, they said, oh, man, you was a player. No, I never played anybody. I let them know this is what's going on. You don't like it. These are your options. You can leave. I had a situation with my same buddy who was a liar. I was at a Super Bowl party, and I brought a young lady with me. But I was also hanging out with a young lady that was friends with his actual girlfriend. Neither one of these young ladies had the title of being my girlfriend. We were hanging out, casual, whatever. He thought it would be funny to bring the other young lady to the Super Bowl party knowing that I was bringing a young lady. By the end of the night, they were both singing karaoke together. The boy is mine. All right, so look, I'm going I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to divulge this one, okay? So, Johnny, I'm, I'm going to have to go ahead and uh, top that story right quick. Um, so, I... <laughs> I was dating a young lady, okay, and I was dating another young lady, and I did up front with both of them, got them both together, all parties involved. I don't do the he say, she say, and try to fix. No, let's put all parties together, and let's say, because one thing it is, I one, one thing I say about myself all the time, I'm a man about everything I say and do, okay, and I will take, the, I, I will take my lumps. I will take the consequences of my actions. Had to talk with them, okay? She's moving in with me and I'm sleeping with her, but I want to let you know I'm still liking you and I'm sleeping with you too. So you both have a decision to make. Okay. For a few months, we always sharing the same bed together. But I'm I'm just saying, good night used to be a player. I used to be stop looking like that, y'all. I'm innocent now. Kumbaya, my lord. That's not a player because you didn't play anybody. You told them what it was. And they decided to participate. That's not a player because you didn't play anyone. Yep, I told them all in front. But then back to the other thing that you were saying was um, about the, you know, uh, well, about what Lou was saying about why do guys lie? Why do we lie? Okay. Um, I'm going to, once again, once this go live, fellas, I'm giving y'all some good night advice again. So listen up. One thing that I have learned about women, okay, and these are ladies on here that will cut me down. I know if they think I'm going far left. But one thing that I've learned about women is, is that, fellas, if a woman likes you, 
she likes you. A woman already knows within five minutes of meeting you whether she's going to spread her legs open for you, whether she's going to go on a date with you, whether she's going to give you her phone number. A women, women and men are two. I say on my show all the time, women are from Venus, men are from Mars. We're two totally different type of creatures. But a woman is more in tune with herself than most men are. It takes us a while to get there. OK. And a woman already knows this. So, fellas, going to a woman and lying to her. That is not the way to get to her. That's a definite way of losing her. Because with a woman, once you're in, you're in. Once you're out, bro, you're out. I mean, you are gone. You're history. You're done. If you think you're still around or she's still with me, trust me, she's playing you now. She's getting what she wants out the deal. Okay? All right? She's getting what Jay-Z think. Oh, yeah, I still got Beyonce. She's still. No. <laughs> Beyonce is still there with an agenda for a reason. Okay? So, fellas. No need to lie to him. Just be upfront. Prime example. You can have a, a, a if, if if a guy is bisexual and he, he's lying to a woman and everything else, dude. If you like guys, also you would be better to tell her upfront instead of taking that choice out of her hands. Because then if she decides that she still wants to deal with you, there's no love loss if anything happens whatsoever because she already knew. All right, but if not. And it goes the same way, fellas, if you have another woman, you have a wife and y'all just separated. Don't lie and say you're single. Be like, look, me and my wife, I, I'm married, but, you know, we're not together. We haven't been together so long. A woman will make that decision of whether she wants to pursue it. Now, of course, you might have a lot of questions to answer before she decides to pursue it with you. But don't lie about the situation. That's all I'm saying, fellas, is that when you want to deal with a woman, if you really, really like her, be upfront with her about everything from the beginning, because that can go left for you so bad. That yeah, you can have your little heart trampled on. Yes, yes, yes. And saying that before we wrap up, my last question is: What does single mean to you? Because single means to me is you're not married. I don't care if you're dating, living with somebody, you're not married to them. But then somebody told me, well, in this day and age. You know, people shacking up and they having kids together and they've been together for a long time. They technically is married. To me, I don't believe that. Single I, is until somebody say, I do, you're single. So help me out. I'm going to keep out. it. I agree with you. I'm going to keep it real simple. In the Bible and for, for my Muslim brothers in the Holy Quran, uh, any religious book. It nowhere does it say in there they go together. That's it. Okay. I'm stamping that one with you, bro. Stamp. Ladies, you got any comments on that one? Anybody and ladies want to? I agree. I, I agree with what Johnny said. So it is what it is. I mean. Single is single. I don't care you got 10 babies with this one girl. You ain't say, I do. You ain't make no committed commitment. Only thing you did was have kids. You still single. Because at the end of the day, he can leave or she can leave. And there's no, no legalness involved. So I just wanted to end and, 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 and when And when... And, Y'all could be living together like you said and all that. And guess what happens when he passes? What you in the obituary is? 
Nothing. His special friend. Yeah, special friend. (laughs) I about to say special friend. That's all you in there. That's it. That's it. Wow. They get anything. They look for the next of kin. So no, no. And it might depend if the mama like you. If the mama ain't like you, you might not be special friend. No, you might not get kicked out the house right away, but you might get to that funeral and find out you're not the only one trying to drape your body up over that casket. It's about three other girls. Right. So ladies, ladies, <laughs> single is single. That go, that that go both ways. That go both ways too. Okay, we got too. some man. Right there. No, no, you ain't white. So, ladies, if a, let, uh, another one, one last question, man. When do you guys know a woman is the right, right one? Is wifey? How long does it take a man to know that's my wife right there? I'm not gonna say that. I'm not gonna say you know how long. I can tell you when you know it though. You know that that woman is the right woman for you when um, the buffet is no longer appealing. When the buffet is no longer appealing. So when you saw other women are passing you by and you're really just talking to them and you're not looking at them like, girl, you know what? Mm, I bet I could bend you over. And, you know, when you're not starting to think that type of stuff, if you're not having lustful thoughts and looking at other women, because this one person that you're with is all that you think about. When you know that that's the person you wake up every morning thinking about, you go to bed every morning thinking about, and you're looking to do different things just to make her happy, to put a smile on her face, other than bedding her, you know that's the one for you. And, and I agree. It's not necessarily a time frame thing. Yep, everything, a- everything in this world isn't a cookie cutter type thing. Somebody can meet somebody, love at first sight. Were high school sweethearts and last forever. Somebody could be divorced 13 times and then that 14th one be the right one. So it's this is what I say it's not finding somebody that you really, really want to be with, it's finding somebody that you never want to be without. Johnny, if I don't go down, the aisle, I'm coming to find you, Johnny. That's cool. <laughs> oh, Johnny. Oh, Johnny. <laughs> you nailed it, bro. You nailed it. Well, I want to thank y'all, uh, Lou. I don't know if you had any other questions. This was definitely awesome. It was amazing. Um, and I thank you guys for coming in. I thank you for being, you know, as my 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 main man, uh, Pastor Mike Ty says, for being hot, humble, open, and transparent. Because I think that that's definitely what is needed in this thing called dating. And so, I mean, congratulations to you, Mr. Goodnight. I am a big, I love, love. Um, Everyone knows how much, uh uh-oh, we lost Johnny. I am a big proponent of love. I am all for every facet of love. And I would definitely keep you in my prayers because it's a whole nother level once you, that you say I do. And so it, you know, we could have a whole nother episode on dating with married people. And so I think that it's so, so important that people do have these conversations and that we're able to come together and put the realness out there. And I think 
it, it even opened up something else as we were doing this. I think that guys, we probably could have this conversation and do it with that age group that Johnny mentioned, because I think all of us here are over that age group. And so we're bringing a whole nother um, capacity to this conversation. And so it would be interesting to see what it would be like with that, you know, that younger generation with those millennials and yeah, what comes after? I mean, I'm I know I'm generation X because we the X factor, so that's all. Like. I think it's millennials and Gen Z. I get them confused, but those are the two Gen Z. Yeah, so I mean, you know what? I think that that should be a definitely a conversation yeah. that we could have because I'm telling you, I can't yeah, get them, get them crack babies on here. Oh, see, you know what? Here he go. I could guarantee you that the conversation probably would go a whole different way. And so now I'm curious to see what would be the difference to have um, that age group on here. Because I think we all are kind of, like you said, you know, we hit we everything blend. and we kind of blend and agree. Exactly. And we kind of agree with what, you know, what, what has been said. And so... Yeah, let's do it, Queens. I think that that will be an awesome, awesome, you know, conversation as well to have. So if any, I mean, I know some millennials, but any anybody out there that's listening, if you want to come in and rock this conversation or dating from your perspective, like we would I love got to one do. right upstairs. You know, <laughs> I think y'all should make this like a series. And in that series, add that and then add another part of once you're dating and you lock in with each other, making blended families mm. and see how people um, comment and do that. I did a topic on blended family years ago. It's one of my highest rated shows, but I think that this would be a good one for you all. Also, because a lot of people have blended families and they don't know how to blend them because when you get a blended family, it's either going to be shaken or stirred. And if it's shaken, it's all messed up. Stirred, it blends in just right. And also to add to that series, you could have where uh, you just have the men and the women. And what I'm saying is you can have the Gen Z and millennials asking the Generation X women, what would you tell the younger you in this situation, in that situation? And the same thing for the young men. What would you tell somebody like me? you know that you want to know because they can learn from our mistakes if you will so that that trend doesn't keep happening so we can break that cycle and then i would finish up the series with uh double standards because in the world of dating and marriage you have double standards there are certain things that i can get away with that a woman can't and vice versa why is that why, why, why is it like that? Why is it that uh, two females can date each other and it be acceptable? But if two men started dating each other, then it's frowned upon, it's looked down upon. I think it's all, I think it's all wrong, but, um, but you know, it's things like that. Or when it comes to doing the dating thing, why should it be more so that the woman's controlling this, meaning the power of sex, but the man isn't? Why is it okay that, you know, to try to understand why is it okay that when a woman steps out on a man and she's remorseful, she should be forgiven. But for a man, not, not only does he want to be forgiven, but he also has to pay the price. 
things like that. So just ideas off the top of Mr. Goodnight's head. That's awesome. I'm not getting paid though. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I know one thing. I, I want to dive into what he just said though about that because that that was kind of interesting how he that's left that. So that's the whole that's the whole conversation right there about the remorseful and that men have to pay the price. Because mm. yeah, I, I I that that was interesting how he um dropped that right there. But I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna put a pin in that right there because yeah, that's for another conversation. Go ahead, Lou. What was you going to say? I know one thing, Mr. Goodnight. If Johnny come on your show before a tribe called Queen, it's going to be an issue. I'm just putting that pin right there. I'm just saying. When y'all want me on the show? If Johnny and I go out to the club or whatever, hang out, and it just happened to be cameras following us, and it pops up (laughs) on my page, I have nothing to do with that. That was Johnny. Johnny's the movie star, not me. They 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 trying they going to a whole nother level. So any last words, Queens, before Justina been sitting over there just cracking up and quiet the whole time. The whole time. I know Queen just but see that's just see you gotta know the dynamics of the Queens. You know what I'm saying? Like you Johnny, you already know me. Mr. Goodnight just meeting me. Like you you already know. And so you just gotta know the dynamics of the Queens, but I'm going to let my sisters, my queens, give some final words before we close this out. But go ahead, E. I see you had your, your she, E had the church finger up. Go ahead, <laughs> I was just going to say thank you all for coming and thanks, Lou, for the topic. But I was going to say you're getting married on the best day of the year. So I'm so happy. So congratulations. The 21st. The 21st. Earth, Wind, Fire made a song about it. Absolutely. The day before my birthday is your birthday. It's going to be my wedding anniversary. Have a good one. Thank you. Come to Vegas. <laughs> well, I got a crew that comes with me. And we got background songs, so. Bring them. All I'm telling y'all is I ain't got no bail money. I'm just letting y'all know that now. You said wow. what? Hell, I, said, no bail money. I ain't got no bail money for you, though. No. I need my little food stamps. Do you need groomsmen? Uh, okay, here we go. Um, that's a whole nother show. Justina, what you got quick? See, you got cut folk on. You can tell people you got cut folk on. What you got, Justin? Nothing. I just want to say thank y'all for coming. That was fun <laughs> and funny. And I think that'll be, you know, it is a good idea to have the series, especially with the uh, Generation Z and the millennials, because listening to what you all were saying and listening to uh, my coworker who is 32, it is a completely different dynamic. And um, I think that would be definitely an interesting talk for sure. Awesome. Thank you. And have us old married folk, you know, we can drop some. Hey, hey, drop a little nuggets on y'all and 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 help y'all brothers out and my sisters on what it means to be in this married thing. Okay. It is a marathon. All right. So I just hope y'all know that that this thing is a marathon. Okay. And everybody not built to run marathons. Okay. So if you're not built for a marathon, you better double, you better think about what you about to do before you walk down that aisle because this thing is a marathon and I'm here to tell you and I don't care what nobody say it's a marathon okay not my first marriage I know no I'm not talking about you brother oh oh okay I thought you meant that I'm about to say no this is not my first one this is a uh, number you know okay y'all it's thanks y'all thanks y'all and thanks too she had to leave off but thanks um to weed aka float on her Come on in and give her nuggets as well. Yeah, Johnny, so- I, I do need a groomsman. 
Okay, about the image, y'all can have a sidebar <laughs> conversation. Okay, exactly. Yeah, Queens talk, not not yeah. Johnny and Mr. Yeah. Goodnight. Yeah. Or, or Mr. Goodnight show. Exactly. Queens show. As Tripod Queens, the four Queens yeah. talk. So y'all listen here. Y'all know what I always say. You know what we always hit y'all with. We thank y'all, thank y'all, thank y'all for tuning in. And y'all know what we always hit y'all with. Deuces! And we'll see y'all on the next episode. Thank y'all for tuning in for Queens Talk, for Queens Talk. And we love y'all and we are out. Girls, Georgia, aka the Preaker, and stay tuned for some outtakes. Deuces. <laughs> so, so while while we're laughing, Georgia, go ahead and tell them why you said you hate me, Georgia. Oh yeah, Georgia, tell me. So, ah, uh, <laughs> really, Johnny. All right, so some years ago, Johnny, I met, as Johnny introduced himself, he's an actor, and I was putting on a stage play, and Johnny was one of my actors, very good, by the way, um, and we were having rehearsal, and we were gathering the things out of the vehicle to go inside to the rehearsal, because I always fed, fed my cast and all of that, so we're at our location, about to go in. Johnny's helping me get stuff out the car. We're walking up to the doors to where we're about to rehearse. Him and shout out to my man, the the Lion King, uh, Tariq. So we're pulling stuff in. And y'all, out of nowhere, all you hear is this car. And it just stops. I hate you, Johnny. And then, and it just pulls off. And I'm like. And so Johnny, though, this is the funny part, y'all. Johnny steady walking like he ain't heard nothing. Like he ain't, like he ain't, what the hell just happened, Johnny? Like, what is going on? I don't have my gun, Johnny. I ain't, you know, what, what's, what's going on? Like, and Johnny walks into rehearsal, never says anything, never. And me and Tyreek are like, what was that? And so Johnny, like, I don't want to talk about it right now. Like, I don't even know who it was. He said he didn't know who it was. Come on, Johnny. It was a Honda. Oh, that's all I know. It was a Honda. Listen, I used to be the police. I'm very observant. It was a Honda, dark color Honda, light skinned chick behind the wheel. I know that much. And um, yeah, and to this day, Johnny still hasn't told me. Who was it, Johnny? Who that was? I, I still don't know. I didn't even know she was light skinned because I thought she had a hat on, so I couldn't get her complexion. Which one of the baby mamas was it, Johnny? Which one of the baby mamas was it? But I can still see that she was light skinned. She had on a hat. She did. Mm -hmm. Then it's definitely not who I thought it was if she was light skinned. So Johnny, so Johnny, when you and I hang out, um, I, I'm. It's good to know that I'm a fourth degree black belt in Taekwondo. I just got my master's license, so. Um, We'll be safe, but at least I know now to keep my skills on alert when I'm with Johnny because I know telling who gonna pull up or pop out. Exactly. <laughs> well, this baby Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny, 
Johnny said, he, baby. Johnny said he did some work. So hopefully, you know, he has worked through all of that. And so kudos to you, Johnny. I appreciate you, you know, even sharing that. So hopefully, you know, in the next stage play, we won't have to experience another I hate you, Johnny moment. But he will never, ever live it down. Some days I just call Johnny out the blue and scream it on the phone and hang up because, like, <laughs> Why Johnny, not? don't let me get your number. I'm gonna start doing that. I hate you, Johnny. <laughs> that you'll be number two because she does it. <laughs> all right, I'm just following the light skinned brother with thin hair. That's all. <laughs> okay, you, you know really what? gonna have them saying, I hate you, Johnny. you about to add to that list. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I will share the money with you, but I definitely now am about to trademark that and get a shirt made to say, I hate you, John. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to, I'll, look, I'll give you $20, all right? Dang, Johnny. <laughs> Can I get a hoodie? Oh, my God. Johnny, you pushing it now. <laughs> Lord, okay, see, now it's time to wind this down because they, 